भगवदगीता चैप्टर सिक्स टेक्स्ट ट्वेंटी सर्वभूतस्थमात्मा सिचुएटेड इन ऑल बीइंग्स आत्मानम सुपर सोल सर्व ऑल भूतानी एंटिटीज आल्सो आत्मनी इन द सेल्फ ईक्षते डज सी योगयुक्त आत्मा वन हु इज डेल इन कृष्णा कॉन्शियसनेस सर्वत्र एवरीवेयर समदर्शन सीन इक्वली ट्रांसलेशन एंड परपोर्ट बाय दिवान ग्रेस एसी भक्त वेदांत स्वामी श्री प्रभु पाद की जय अथ्रू योगी ऑब्जर्व्स मी इन ऑल बीइंग्स एंड आल्सो सीज एवरी बीइंग इन मी इंडीड द सेल्फ रियलाइज्ड पर्सन सीज मी द सेम सुप्रीम लॉर्ड एवरीवेयर Please repeat. A true yogi observes me in all beings, and also sees every being in me. Indeed, the self-realized person sees me, the same supreme Lord, everywhere. Purport. A Krishna conscious yogi is the perfect seer because he sees Krishna, the supreme, situated in everyone's heart, the super soul, Paramatma. ईश्वर सर्वभूताजुन ठति द लॉर्ड इन हिज परमात्मा फीचर इज सिचुएटेड विद इन बोथ द हार्ट ऑफ द डॉग एंड दार ऑफ ब्राह्मण द परफेक्ट योगी नोज दट द लॉर्ड इज इटर्नली ट्रांसेंडेंटल एंड इज नॉट मेटीरियली अफेक्टेड बाय हिज प्रेजेंस इन आइदर अ डॉग और अ ब्राह्मण दैर इज द सुप्रीम न्यूट्रलिटी ऑफ द लॉर्ड द इंडिविजुअल सोल इज ऑल्सो सिचुएटेड इन द इंडिविजुअल हार्ट but he is not present in all hearts that is the distinction between the individual soul and the super soul one who is not factually in the presence of yoga cannot see so clearly a krishna conscious person can see krishna in the heart of both the believer and the, and the non believer in the smriti satvata tantra 3.49 this is confirmed as follows atatatvacha matratvat atmahi paramo hari The Lord, being the source of all beings, is like the mother and the maintainer. As the mother is neutral to all different kinds of children, the supreme father or mother is also. Consequently, the super soul is always in every living being. Outwardly, also every living being is situated in the energy of the Lord. As will be explained in the seventh chapter, the Lord has primarily two energies: the spiritual or superior, and the material or inferior. The living entity, although part of the superior energy, is conditioned by the inferior energy. The living entity is always in the Lord's energy. Every living entity is situated in Him in one way or another. The yogi sees equally because he sees that all living entities, although in different situations, according to the results of fruitive work, in all circumstances, remain the servants of God. While in the material energy, the living entity serves the material senses, and while in the spiritual energy, he serves the supreme Lord directly. In either case, the living entity is the servant of God. This vision of equality is perfect in a person in Krishna consciousness. so this is the vision of the self realized soul now we see in one way the self realized soul sees in another way it's not that he has some you know nowadays some yoga societies they are saying we will open your third eye you can see with your third eye and you can walk with your eyes closed so that kind of cheap tricks they are doing but that's not not that he will develop another eye that is not like that it's like this robert explained uh, if a layman if i am driving a car and if something happens on the road and and 
something happens means some engine problem and I just had to stall the car. Then if I open the bonnet, I don't know what is going on because I don't know anything about how a car works. But if a mechanic comes, he looks at it and he immediately understands. So it is not that he has some third eye, he has some fifth eye, no. He has the same eyes, but with knowledge, he can see things clearly. Hmm. The same thing we are also seeing, same thing he is also seeing, but he understands, we don't. So similarly, the workings of the uh, energies of the Lord are uh, well known to the person who knows how it is working and one can know how it is working uh, from Krishna himself because Krishna is the creator of everything and he explains how his energies are working if we read Bhagavad Gita if we understand Bhagavad Gita we can understand how Krishna's energies are working so <clears throat> in the previous verse 6.28 also we have last Wednesday we have seen how Brahma Samsparsham, the word Brahma Samsparsham is used. That means one is always in touch with the Supreme. And in our current state, we are not on the level where we can see everywhere Krishna. So, that is why there is Shastra. So, where we can learn about the descriptions of the Lord and also see how everything is connected with the Lord. The shlokas explain, like, I've explained this also, water, every day we drink water. So we can see from here, Krishna says, Rasoham Apsukamthiya, not this one, 7, 8. Rasoham apsu kaunte ya prabhasma. Actually, 7 4 also because bhumir apa analo. Apa means water. So, that is one of the energies of Krishna, you can remember. And here he says, I am the taste of water, rasoham. So, from ordinary things, it's not that we have to have some um, out of this world vision, you know, something magical, some, you know, some <laughs> something which is out of this world. It is from this world itself we can understand. Because Krishna says, 10th chapter 8th verse, Aham Sarvasya Prabhavo. Bhagavatam also says, Janmadhyasya Sayataha. Vedanta Sutra says, Janmadhyasya Sayataha. So that means, He is the origin of every emanation. So when He is the origin, then everything belongs to Him. So we, it is just that we don't see like that, that everything is related with Krishna, everything has come from Krishna. So he is teaching us how to see. So the other day, Vishwambar Prabhu was uh, quoting this verse. This is another way also we can, water we can see, 11.744. Svachah prakriti tahasnigdho madhurya stirthabhur nirnam munih punatya pamitram ikshopaspar shakirtanayim. O king, a saintly person is just like water because he is free from all contamination, gentle by nature and by speaking creates a beautiful vibration like that of flowing water. Just by seeing, touching or hearing such a saintly person, the living entity is purified just as one is cleansed by contact with pure water. Thus a saintly person just like a holy place purifies all those who contact him because he always chants the glories of the Lord. So we use water not only to drink, but also to cleanse ourselves. So we can also remember like this. So the shlokas, the shastra, they connect ordinary things with Krishna. And when one is sufficiently advanced in his vision like that, this, this vision is called shastra chakshu, seeing through the eyes of the shastras then we see everything that there is related with Krishna. If we don't see with the eyes of the Shastras, then, you know, our uh, vision is defective. Like, you know, some people have spectacles. So, without spectacles, it's defective, blurry or, you know, 
astigmatism or whatever. When they when they put on the glasses, oh, then it becomes corrected. So we are not just a little blurry; we are completely blind. <laughs> we are blind. So this is the corrective um, treatment for our eyes, shastra, shastra chakshu. And the thing is, we have to regularly read. Then only we will be able to remember, because Maya is also very powerful. When we read about Krishna, today I will get very inspired, two days it will last, third day, gone. Because Maya is also, see one hour I read about Krishna and get inspired, and then twenty-three hours are Maya, then next day twenty-four hours, then next day twenty-four hours, gone, finished. Proportion is very less. So the kind of uh, bombardment that is happening from Maya is, you know, is a tremendous force. But Krishna Consciousness is nice that just by one, two hours every day reading about Krishna, we can handle twenty-four hours. If we attentively, you know, read or hear, there is a power of Krishna Consciousness. Of course, not that the other twenty-two hours will be in Maya. Because of the subject matter we we have heard in the one, two hours, that way, that contemplating on it, Bhagavatam class is, or Bhagavad Gita class is not just for the time being where we are sitting. Some people even sitting here also, their mind is somewhere. Nowadays with these phones, you know, laptop or, you know, such devices, we are sitting physically, mentally somewhere or sleeping, sleeping through. Prabhupada said, Bhagavatam class is for curing insomnia. If you have difficulty sleeping, sit down in Bhagavatam class, you will see. <laughs> so that is our position right now. <laughs> no taste. Durdaiva midrisha mihajani anuraga. We don't have anuraga, taste, any attraction. So if we can develop some, if we just hear, it is actually very attractive. It is very attractive. In fact, uh, who says? Rukmini. Rukmini Devi, she says, Konu Trippyeta Krishnana Shrutagnyo Nityanutana. Brahman Krishna Katha Punya Madhvir Loka Malapaha Konu Trippyeta Shrinvana. Shrutagnya Nityanutana. Krishna is Nityanutana. Always fresh, ever fresh. Nutana means new. Nityanutana means always new. Navayoganam. What experienced listener, O Brahmana, could ever grow satiated while listening to the pious, charming, and ever fresh topics of Lord Krishna, which cleanse away the world's contamination? Madhvir Lokamalapaha. They cleanse away the and at the same time, it is usually medicines are bitter. When I got COVID, I was given that medicine, you know. <laughs> Very bitter. <laughs> that herbal uh, thing, concoction. So it was very, very bitter. Uh, even I was given papaya leaf juice. Very bitter. Neem, very bitter. Medicine is <laughs> never really very tasty. But this is Madhvir Lokamalapaha. Our contamination will be cleansed away, but they are charming, Madhvir. Madhvir means very charming, very sweet and uh, pious. Punya, Krishna Katha Punya, Brahman Krishna Katha Punya. And Konu Tripyeta, Shrinvana, Shrutagnyo Nityanutana. An experienced listener will never find them uh, boring. There is, uh, really you can feel this when you read Prabhupada's books. If you read every day, some people say, oh, I don't have the habit of reading, I'm not a good reader. This is not like your ordinary book at all. It doesn't matter whether one has any taste or not. If one just starts reading, that's it. Seriously, if he keeps to it that, okay, let me read one hour a day. Obviously, without any doubt, it will become very interesting. There's no doubt about this. So, 
<coughs> that is the way how we can start to see. Whereas a pure devotee, he actually sees. He sees with his eyes. Premanjana Churita Bhakti Vilochanena. Premanjana Churita Bhakti Vilochanena. Santasa Daiva Hridayeshu Vilokayanti. Yam Shama Sundara Machintya Gunasvarupam. Govinda Madhi Purusham Tamaham Vajami. I worship Govinda, the primeval Lord, who is Shamsundar, Krishna himself, with inconceivable, innumerable attributes, whom the pure devotees see in their heart of hearts, with the eye of devotion tinged with the salve of love. And Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, he also explains, Madhya 8.274 Sthavar jangam dekhena dekhetar murti Sarvatra hoye nija ishta devas purti The Mahabhagavat, the advanced devotee, certainly sees everything mobile and immobile, but he does not exactly see their forms. Rather, everywhere he immediately sees manifest the form of the Supreme Lord. Just like that mechanic. When he sees, he also apparently seems to see the same things as we see. But he sees immediately Krishna. And these uh, description of the pure devotee given in the Bhagavatam. Shri Haviruvacha Sarvabhuteshu Yahapashyet Bhagavad Bhavamatmanaha Bhutani Bhagavatyatmani Esha Bhagavatottamaha Bhagavata means devotee. Uttamaha means the highest grade. Bhagavatottama. Shri Havis said, The most advanced devotee can see everything within the soul of all souls. The Supreme Personality of Godhead, Shri Krishna. Consequently, he sees systematically everything in relation to the Supreme Lord and understands that everything that exists is eternally situated within the Lord. And is also confirmed in the Ishopanishad. Yastu sarvani bhutani atmanyevan upashyati sarva bhuteshu cha atmanam tatona vijugupsate He who systematically sees everything in relation to the Supreme Lord who sees all living entities as his parts and parcels and who sees the Supreme Lord within everything never hates anything or any being. So this is the thing. A, a, a devotee who is self-realized, he never hates anything or anyone. It's not that he hates the non-devotees. No, he doesn't hate them also. He doesn't hate anyone. Even Jesus also said, hate the sin, not the sinner. Because if we hate the sinner, we cannot preach. What he is doing may be wrong. But we cannot hate him for that. We should correct him, if possible. If not possible, leave him alone. Because he will commit more sinful activity by offending devotees or Krishna. So, we have to try to always help him. Even neglecting him is also helping him. Provided he is envious. Not that he is innocent and we neglect him. They should be endeavor to preach to him. Not possible, neglect him. But the endeavor to preach should be there. If one does not preach or attempt to preach, then he will, cannot advance in Krishna consciousness. If we remain in the third class devotee, third class stage, and not preaching, then we will fall down for sure. So we have to have that desire to preach and not just desire, we have to try. Whoever we meet, Yaradekha, Tarika, Krishna, preaching does not mean only sitting on the seat and giving class. Preaching means 
somehow or other bring the soul to Krishna consciousness, giving him prasadam or selling him book, inviting him to the temple, make him associate with devotees, participate in the seva. In this way, we can help them. This is called, if we don't do that, it's called jiva himsa. We are committing violence if we don't preach. Like simple thing, even when here, when there are people, we should try and preach to them and make them contribute something to Krishna, somehow engage them in service. This is not the same as asking money for oneself. Yeah, then it is a little bit, uh, you know, shameful. You know, but to ask money for Krishna is not. We are actually helping him. Because if he gives to Krishna, then he will become purified. So it should, we should have that consciousness that if anybody comes, we have to speak to them, preach to them. Otherwise, we are hating them. We don't want them to, you know, become happy. We are comfortable seeing them suffering. That is not Vaishnava. Paradukha Dukhi. This, this uh, today verse, what is that? Um, what is that word? Okay, let's, let's, before we go there, let's finish the next verse also. Next verse also says the same thing. These two verses, 6 and 7. Yasmin sarvani bhutani atmaiva bhut vijanataha tatra komoha kahashoka ekatvam anupashataha. One who always sees all living entities as spiritual sparks in quality one with the Lord becomes a true knower of things. What then can be illusion or anxiety for him? So this is these two verses. <coughs> they uh, say say the same thing as today's verse. Now if you go back to today's verse, samadarshana, yeah, samadarshana, seeing everybody equally. Seeing everybody equally means everybody should um, have access to Krishna. That is the equality that we should see. Uh, seeing everybody equally means, yes Prabhu, there is a dog, uh, Brahmana, all souls, okay fine. Uh, not other, the dog, if we both are same, why are there a different body, I should help them. <laughs> one is advancing in Krishna consciousness, one is suffering. Huh? Seeing them equal is one thing. Then why are they different? Oh, modes of nature. Uh, some How to help this person. That's what we should think. Okay, we cannot, uh, like Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, deliver all the animals. But at least humans we can try. So that is seeing equal. In fact, Prabhupada was asked this question by one Indian man, that Patel, always talks a lot. So, he asked the question, first class devotee, he sees everybody equal. But you said, preacher, he should not see everybody equal. He should see that this is God, this is devotee, this is innocent, this is envious. So you see in different, different way and then interact in different, different way. So, you are preaching. That means you are second class devotee. You are not first class devotee. He told Prabhupada. Because he used to have joking conversation, almost like, not same age, younger. But you know, Indian does not surrender. So he will talk a lot. So he used to have such conversations. So Prabhupada, you know, <laughs> paused for a while. He did not say anything for a few seconds. Then he said, my equality is that I don't see any distinction, whether black, white, brown or whatever, I give them the Harinam. This is my equality. Oh, everybody jai, Prabhupada, everybody. Because every, all the devotees hate this, this Dr. Patel. He always does, he says stupid things and you know, he will you know, make a fool out of himself and try to like borderline offend Prabhupada. So, they are always a little upset with him, always for talking too much. So, when Prabhupada defeats him, they are always very happy. <laughs> He also, he is the one who asked Prabhupada, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said, Prithivita Atsu Chaitanya Nagaradhigram Sarvatra Prachar Hoibe, Hoibe Morana, in the future. You know, why didn't he do himself, he is Supreme Personality of God. Chaitanya Prabhupada said, he left that for me. Jai Prabhupada! Immediately. Any chance Prabhupada smashes him, Jai Prabhupada will come immediately. So, actually, but, the interesting thing is that by his questioning, nobody would dare ask Prabhupada questions. But 
by asking those questions it just revealed the glory of prabhupada even more like oh chaitanya mahaprabhu could have done why why he did not do who last prabhupada like that which disciple or last or your second class devotee or not first class who last so then prabhupada's answer just brings out the glory of prabhupada even more so when the devotee is put under some of course that is not a real big distress but you know when they are oppressed their glory like ambrish maharaj he was like kind of um, pushed by you know durvasamuni by his mystic power but then it only brought out the glory of ambrish maharaj so sometimes krishna arranges things in fact krishna was krishna is the one who has arranged dr patel to ask stupid questions and then you know prabhupada is glorified even more see so <clears throat> that is equality in other way in other words a preacher also can see equal in this way that we have to understand that every soul is after all part and parcel of krishna only so we have at least understood so our service should be to make others understand that is how we serve our spiritual master in the other day subalprabhu also i think was sharing in the live stream quote that uh, to glorify the spiritual master means to preach and that is the service we can do for the spiritual master we cannot we cannot repay you know what is that anyway we cannot repay for what you have done what is this यैरीदृशी भगवत गतिरात्मद एकदिताष्यंतुण्णा स्वृतेन निनाम तत्प्रतिकोदाराज कंटिन्ड हाउ कैन सच पर्सन हू हेव रेडर्ड अनलिमिटेड सर्विस बै एक्सप्लेनिंग द पाथ ऑफ सेल्फ रिजेशन इन रिलेशन टू द सुप्रीम पर्सनलिटी ऑफ गॉड हेड and whose explanations are given for our enlightenment with complete conviction and vedic evidence be repaid except by folded palms containing water for their satisfaction such great personalities can be satisfied only by their own activities which are distributed amongst human society out of their unlimited mercy no no don't pull this please you all take care you know i don't have to say this <coughs> so we cannot satisfy what is the only way to satisfy with some water in hands what kind of offering is that compared to what he has done so in other words only by devotion and we know the patram means water in folded hands or also uh, has another meaning joker that means if we at all try to repay if anyone is there in this world who is trying to repay his spiritual master he is a joker Oh. Yeah, you see, the word Vinodapatram. You remember this word in the verse, the last Vina Udapatram. You see, Vinodapatram. This word can be divided in two ways. Vina and Udapatram, or can be understood as one word, Vinodapatram, which means joker. a joker's activity is simply arouse laughter and a person who tries to repay the spiritual master or teacher of the transcendental message of krishna becomes a laughing stock just like a joker because it is not possible to repay such a debt the best friend and benefactor of all people is one who awakens humanity to its original krishna consciousness so shri prabhupad has awakened us and if we think that we can repay i will repay my spiritual master then you know he's a laughing stock is an idiot in other words so the only thing we can do though is to try to please him like we cannot offer anything to krishna according to his position he is a supreme lord <laughs> his hunger is unlimited <laughs> where our food stuff can be offered and radharani is already cooking for him yashoda maya is cooking for him all the gopis what what will accept our thing no we cannot really serve him but we can do what he has asked us what is a patram pushpam phalam toyam yome bhaktiya prayachati 
And these are little things he is asking. So, um, toyam, toyam means water. So, here also, vina udapatram means just some water in the hands. That's the only way to satisfy. Basically, they have to be satisfied with themselves. The sadhus, nobody can satisfy them. They are already happy, why, why, you need, why they need satisfaction from something else? They don't need. But they are satis- there, there is something that can satisfy even the sadhus. They are already satisfied. But there is something that can satisfy even them. What is that? When others are helped. Because the sadhu has a misery. And that is paradukha dukhi. His misery is that when he sees others miserable, that is his misery. That is his only misery. Sadhu's only misery is to see other people miserable. Bhaktivinoda Thakur says, he, he writes a song in a humble mood as a non-devotee, as a materialist. But he exposes the materialist in that song. I mean, all the Vaishnavacharya songs are like that. They say, um, so there he says, um, what is that? Parasukha dukhi sada mithya bhashi paradukha sukha koro. My position is that I am parasukha dukhi. When others are happy, I am unhappy. When others are unhappy, then I am happy. And sada mithya bhashi, always speaking lies. This is the materialist. They don't speak the truth and of course about the absolute truth, Krishna. Truthful means we have to speak about the absolute truth. Not only materially truthful or tell um, honestly what we have done or what. But uh, truthful means to speak about the absolute truth and nothing else. Truthful means full of truth. The whole topic is full of the absolute truth. So, um, they only speak lies, mithya. Mithya bhasha. Lies is one thing, and also anything that you talk in this material world is mithya bhasha. Because ultimately it has no reality. I'm going to become a rich man. What is the reality in that? It is not a reality. We are not rich by having money or something. Or this is my father. Lie. That's a lie. I mean, spiritually speaking. Of course, as a matter of um, routine, we may say like that. But Factually speaking, spiritually, it's a lie. Nobody is anybody's father or anybody's mother, wife, children. So it's all mithya bhasha. Uh, this is materialist. And vikathante, in Bhagavatam 2, 5, 13, it says, vikathante, he's speaking nonsense. Vilajjamana yayasya sthatumiksha pathemuya vimohita vikathante mamaham itidurdhiyaha the illusory energy of the Lord cannot take precedence being ashamed of her position. Maya is ashamed of her position because, you know, her job is to put people in illusion. What a condemned job. Huh? If my job is to cheat, where will I show my face? I will hide my face. Right? So, <laughs> this Maya is like that. Her job is to cheat. So, the illusory energy of the Lord cannot take precedence being ashamed of her position. But those who are bewildered by her always talk nonsense being absorbed in thoughts of it is I and it is mine. What is that? Pishachi paila jana mati channa hai maya grasta jivar hai shai bhava udai Pishachi paila jana mati channa Pishachi a ghost, ghostly haunted person his mati channa his intelligence, his discrimination discretion, everything is channa means covered by this overwhelming potency of the ghost. Maya grasta. Grasta means tightly captured by Maya. Jiver. Maya grasta jiver hoy. Those jiva, jivas who are captured by Maya, they are also exactly in the same way. They also, the, the ghostly haunted person talks nonsense and the Maya grasta jiva also talks nonsense. And in that nonsense, we create enmity, friendship, neutrality based on our sense gratification. Anyone who helps our sense gratification is our friend. Hmm. 
anyone who opposes our sense gratification is our enemy anyone who does not disturb does not help he is a neutral party in this way we you know um, see the people of this world that is explained in this verse mitranudasina what is this ripun vimudha tam durjayam shatrum asahya vegam aruntudam tanna vijitya keshit kurvantya sadvigrahamatra martyair mitrani udasina ripun vimudha this mitrani means friends udasina means neutral ripun means enemies failing to conquer this irrepressible enemy the mind whose urges are intolerable and who torments the heart many people are completely bewildered and create useless quarrel with others thus they conclude that other people are either their friends their enemies or parties indifferent to them based on sense gratification so this is not seeing equal whereas the six goswamis what is that what is that word in the shat goswami ashtaka dheera dheera jana priyao priya karao nirmatsarao poojitao they are nirmatsara there is no envy matsara means matsarata means envy enviousness nirmatsara they are not non envious because they don't operate from the vision of sense gratification from the lens of sense gratification if i see through the lens of sense gratification then i will see these three divisions but if there is no sense gratification then there is no envy actually sense gratifier is always envious because sense gratification means i want to be the topmost sense gratifier so everybody is my competition so i'm envious of everybody so on the right from the beginning we are trained to become top in the class top in the school topper best so our our so called happiness or joy is by envying others of course now i mean they have decorated ways of presenting it enviousness they glorify it for example two teams fighting or competitive sports and people pay ticket one person is going to lose one team and the guy is going to cry so <laughs> who is going to cry that is the that is what people are paying for boxing match what is that beat the other person beat the hell out of the other person and this is glorified as being a competitive sport what is it uh, you can have brain damage and die i mean if somebody is two people are fighting here you know, you we sit down and watch the fun you know beating drum i used to do that <laughs> when i was in school i used to do that when my classmates if somebody gets into a fight i will quickly get on to a table i mean chair and beat on the table drum <laughs> but a sane person won't do that you won't do that yeah. but in the boxing match that is what it is for they want to see two people getting battered and you know the amount of money i mean nowadays what is that um, some youtubers have gone into boxing now huh ha ah. with professional boxers you know, exhibition fights and all this 100 million dollars we can build three temples in singapore three temples with one match you know if they donated to the, us here we are struggling we want 36 million dollars to build a temple you know but you see the the amount of this is basically envy you may i mean you may say no it is come on it's sportive spirit you can say whatever you want it's a decorated way of saying envy actually because if one person wins other person loses it's all based on envy so individually collectively as a team or it may be playful and you know whatever but it gets more serious 
in you know real fights you know the degree is just more you know and countries nuclear weapons i mean it's just it just goes on to unimaginable proportions so <clears throat> that is not seeing equal and parasukha dukhi paradukha sukhi this is materialist so seeing equal samadarshana means to see everybody happy that's why another vedic injunction is um, what is that sarve jana sukhino bhavantu sarve jana sukhino bhavantu or everybody should be happy and that can only be done by preaching krishna consciousness no other way in fact some other people also say sometimes materialists also say sarve jana sukhino in india my father used to say his favorite quote sarve jana sukhino bhavantu they will say but how to do it the method also should be known na intent and the technical know how if i have a good intent not sufficient like when somebody is drowning in the water i may have a good intention how can i see him suffering i will save him but i don't know how to swim myself i cannot maintain in the water and if i jump to save him with a good intent next day newspaper two people drowned if you would have been one person drowned but became two person drowned because intent only no knowledge of how to do it what to do is one thing how to do is another thing so everybody has everybody says all these good things oh we have to be you know positive this what positive how can you be? only a devotee can be positive because he knows that ultimately has nothing to do with this material world only then we can we can be peaceful and positive in any circum pandavas look at pandavas if you want to learn positivity you learn from pandavas everything that you can possibly undergo all kind of tribulation they went through from the starting of their life to the end constant constantly but you see they never guru na pavichalyate they never gave up on krishna consciousness they were more enthused in fact in every single with every single instance <coughs> so the devotees are always protected by the lord and that they know atma uh, what is it rakshishyati te vishwaso one of the six aspects of surrender is that the lord will protect how he will protect i don't know but he will protect that i know so that confidence otherwise for a person in the old age to take sanyas is not a joke you know old people you know what they think oh i should have somebody to help me take care of me if something happens to me i should have wife or i should have children this is their thinking but to give up that and completely depend on the lord like you know prabhupad i'm telling you when i was isolated right so you know for for first day i was like when i was in the temple at least if something happens you know somebody is there nearby you know nobody is there what if something happens it was a little bit uh, and i was i immediately thought wow if mine is such a so called because it's actually my symptoms were not very severe but you know the propaganda that is that is going on right now it is like for some people yeah who have underlying conditions is another thing. but it's you know like it's a it's a death and dying disease you know <clears throat> so although mine was not but the thought was oh this is a dangerous disease and nobody around me i'm alone it's like what if something happens it was a little bit uh, you know <laughs> a difficult thought to handle but immediately the thought came that wow if this is the case i am not even at the threat i mean my life is not even in threat and prabhupad he was on a ship forget about a hotel room comfortable hotel he was on a ship on the atlantic and he was saying also the other day how a ship is you know all kind of, and he was on a ship at the age of 69 i am not even half his age ha i said and two consecutive heart attacks and two consecutive nights no doctor around nothing 
and not even on land far away from civilization nobody who will help the crew are not really trained maybe there will be a medic or what but you know you hardly you can do much there so what kind of and he is alone completely alone not a single friend nothing and he took that risk and went you know the the rakshishati the vishwa sanyas is not joke one must be completely um, fixed the faith should be um, very very strong uh, then only he knows that the lord will protect and he takes such risks like the other day we were selling you know dare devils who take risks do some stupid stunts and you know kill themselves or you know hurt themselves they dare but they are devils you know they are not saints they are not angels like <laughs> angels what? fools russian were angels fear to tread but a devotee actually takes real risks to preach prabhupada had no reason to go no reason to board that ship and get himself into trouble and even if he reaches the shore there was no good prospect complete foreign land i mean um what is the word unforgiving weather climate everything is is unforgiving there is nothing there is no good uh, thing that was uh, i mean you cannot see it there is nothing really good about it the whole thing but you see he walked into that danger straight head on into the heart of materialistic civilization new york i mean boston and then eventually new york the united states was the prime mover of the whole world even now kind of now of course people are a bit uh, skeptical about what is going on but <clears throat> i mean it was the leader i mean still now is practically the leader of the world so he went straight in alone see the the, the courage the other day i was talking about the courage of a lion going straight against a herd of wildebeest thousands of them and even straight against they were running like this two lionesses were just sitting and then waiting for an opportunity when to strike and they were very scared to even go forward because they were just hit by the wildebeest and then die and they'll be stampeded the lion will be finished but this male lion you know jumped jumped straight into the herd the running herd and killed the wildebeest and everybody the whole herd went the other way scared of this lion i mean the courage that's why we have these two lions here not some decorate or oh, this lion looks nice prabhu put here <laughs> you know decorative piece <clears throat> that means is fearless as a lion but the problem is so it he he adopts the mannerism of a lion but not the attitude of a lion in the sense that i mean the lion does it for his sense gratification but he does it to loka pavana adham janar bandhu shri guru karuna sindhu adham janar bandhu lokanad lokera jeevan the the lion takes away the life he is lokera jeevan he gives life he makes him alive from living corpses they are actually living corpses materialistic people although they are living they are dead zombies actually there <laughs> is yes, worse zombie versus the जीवन छवो जीवन मीन्स लिविंग शव मीन्स डेड बॉडी इन दिन योग शवासनम लाइड ऑन लाइड बॉडी सो जीवन छवो लिविंग डेड आई थिंक देर इज मूवी लाइक दैट राइट लिविंग डेड हॉर मूवी सो इज वर्ल्ड इज अ हॉर मूवी एक्चुअली जीव जीवन छवो भा हो दिस इज द 
जीवन छवो भागवतांग्रिरेनुम नजातु मर्त्योभिलभेत यस्तु श्री विष्णु पद्या मनुजस्तु लस्या श्वसनछवो यस्तु नवेदगंधम श्वसन शवा still a dead body two times the word dead body <laughs> shava you see here also shava still a dead body <laughs> hmm. the person who has not at any time received the dust of the lotus feet of the lord's pure devotee upon his head is certainly a dead body and the person who has never experienced the aroma of the tulsi leaves from the lotus feet of the lord is also a dead body all the breathing all the breathing shwasan chavo you you will never see a breathing dead body shwasan <laughs> chavo means breathing dead body you know <laughs> so the breathing dead body is actually everybody every materialist is a breathing dead body is a zombie this is even worse while living the dead body jeevan chavo <laughs> this is this is a description of shastra that means one who is not a devotee is a zombie hmm. and such a dead body what you can see so shri prabhupad took such a courageous uh, risk and he went for what because samadarshana he said he thought that why only indians should be having the prabhu why only the indians should be benedicted with krishna consciousness everyone should why the americans should be discriminated against why the europeans chinese japanese should be discriminated against why the africans should be no everybody should get krishna prema krishna hari krishna mantra this is called samadarshana ha so unless we preach see this is first class platform samadarshana now we are third class at least i am so from third class we have to first come first of all come to second class and then first class so we have to come at least to the second class proper said we should not remain in the third class and what does that mean preach if you don't that's why whoever we can meet whether a colleagues friends whoever neighbors preach preach of course we have to know something first at least something otherwise we'll talk nonsense you know <laughs> ಪ್ರೀಚ because he himself is not convinced he himself doesn't know what is the answers to anything he also doesn't know if you really ask him why are you chanting prabhu hare krishna is this like a, another ritual in another temple you know that's it There's no no understanding or thing just doing something and then coming out that's why religion has gotten such a uh, i mean it is it is considered just an optional you do if you want to do you know don't 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 bring it into any uh, logical discussion it nothing to do with logic it is your personal belief you do whatever you want keep it to yourself that is the kind of attitude people have towards religion right now all they don't say it like this but exactly this is the attitude it is in fact a hindrance <coughs> or because of belief because of those beliefs people are stuck to something and then they don't do logical things which science proves them to be so Hmm? So uh, this is the kind of impression people have and people fight with because of religion as if there is no other reason people are fighting for Religion people fight for because they don't know what religion is the so called followers of religion also don't know what religion is if they really know they will never fight for unnecessary things it's not that they will never fight fighting is sometimes necessary like if a thief is stealing away and the cop is just looking on no i, I don't want to punish him you know i don't want to beat him up are he is stealing okay nonsense cop you are you don't beat him or uh, stop him arrest him 
<coughs> so, if a cop is not violent when there is a thief and there is a crime is going on, then he is a nonsense rascal. He should be immediately, you know, sacked. So, violence is necessary sometimes. And Kurukshetra, I mean, Bhagavad Gita was spoken on battlefield, not in a classroom like this with air condition on. <laughs> it was not. It was a battlefield. And, you know, the stakes were absolutely, I mean, the highest. The whole world's future was depending on that war. It was not just uh, some, you know, some uh, few guys, you know, in a few villages came together and fighting with each other. No. The whole world. <coughs> Arjuna's grandson, Parishit, was the ruler of the whole world. Whole planet. So, that high stakes and at that crucial moment, Bhagavad Gita was spoken. Right at the heart of the war. I mean, not heart of the war, just prior to the war. You see? Uh, that means it is so important that however important thing is there, uh, this spiritual life is all the more important than that. So we have to understand the importance of this. Uh, it is the most important thing in life. Who we are. I don't understand actually. After coming to Krishna consciousness, a devotee will feel, how, how can a person just live when he doesn't even know who he is? How is he satisfied with life? Huh? I don't, if, I, if somebody asks me why I am so and so, you are not that. Then after death, who are you? You're, what is your identity? How can a person live without knowing the reason why he was born into this world? Which sane man can live in peace? without even knowing why he was put into this place. It's, it's insane. This world is insane. The amount of insanity is this. How, how is he satisfied, you know, just like running around and one day he will die like a dog. And doesn't even know why he is dying and why. He doesn't even know why he is born. And doesn't know the, 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 the reason for creation. He thinks it's an accident. The science tells us it's an accident. Something exploded. And we had a wonderful universe that was created. Then engineering projects are the easiest to do, you know. Detonate one bomb and one building will come up, no? One cities can be built with detonation. Drop one nuclear bomb, city will come up. Why big, big engineering projects, uh, uh, where the foundation and then you know, bars, uh, you know, what, why, why, why? He is selling metal. Which are the, <laughs> which are the, you know, the steel. Which is, um, yeah, rebar and everything. Why? Detonate, no? That is the easiest way to create, if that is the real science. And okay, if somebody detonated some bomb, a huge bomb and then, you know, then investigate who detonated it. If the terrorist comes and puts a bomb and then something blasts, what they will do? Investigate who did camera, they will see who. Then if you are a real scientist, if you are a real investigator, investigate who put the bomb. Okay, you said bomb was placed and then something had detonated. Who is the detonator? Who created the bomb? That means you cannot deny God. The rascals will try to prove us that there is no God. A little bit knowledge of science, immediately they will say there is no God. I think now also there are some scientists. The Stephen Hawking was one. So called genius. But according to Vedic culture, he is an idiot. He is an idiot. He, already he is, he is suffering the karma, his body is like that. Still he doesn't learn the lesson. He says there is no God. There was a joke, nice joke. No? 2012, Stephen Hawking says, there is no God. 2018, God says there is no Stephen Hawking. Finish. Finish, done. <laughs> That's it. Simply, in the, when I was, uh, when I was, uh, I think, a teenager, news article came. There was one man in, I think, uh, Tamil Nadu, Kerala. He could, uh, with, he would put, uh, you know, this bulb, electric bulb, and uh, positive negative on his tongue, and the light will, bulb will light. Somehow he has some kind of a power, like electric power. I don't know how he got it. Yogic, I mean, power or. Something he added. So it came out in the news. And his quotation also was, There is no God actually. 
he just lighted one bulb you know. <laughs> the sun is <laughs> the sun is lighting for millions of years and the amount of energy in the sun is unimaginable asesha teja he lighted one bulb with his tongue and said there is no god god is for weak hearted people because they want something to hold on to because they cannot sustain on their own they have no strength to stand on their own so there is no support so it's for weak hearted people that god that is which i still not remember the quote rascal fellow and i was thinking i was showing my sister's brother you receive look at this rascal just because you can light one bulb eh scientists i mean the, what is that man who invented bulb edison ha huh? thomas edison he should be known as god no because he invented bulb what is this so our electricity who is electricity electricity who invented faraday michael faraday electricity indra is already, already hold, holding vajra lightning electricity is there the eels also have electricity they also have light bulb you know there are fish in the ocean which have light bulb god suffering in the dark ocean no sunlight krishna was kind enough to give him, give him one bulb <laughs> on his head so that he can see something and eat otherwise he will die so uh is god what is this little power and they will immediately think they will deny god you see any so called uh, higher level people like doctors or you know some high profile people, everybody is atheist few are there who are atheists but then also not serious so samadarshana we have to think about others welfare seeing everybody equal pandita pandita samadarshana learned person you see everybody equal and equal means what as we have already discussed everyone is a soul everyone is part and parcel of krishna and everyone deserves everybody deserves to know krishna that is the vision of a self realized person vidya vinaya sampanne brahmane gavihastini shunichai vashtapake cha pandita samadarshinaha the humble sages by virtue of true knowledge see with equal vision a learned and gentle brahmana a cow an elephant a dog and a dog eater or in the shatgoswami ashtaka it is said dhira adhira janapriya they were equal the shat the six goswamis huh? disciples of chaitanya mahaprabhu they were equal to all whether he is a ruffian or a gentleman and they shared mercy with everyone they enlightened everyone in, in god consciousness nityananda prabhu also did that jagai mathai so that is our uh, way of samadarshana give them equal opportunity to become krishna conscious whether they will take it or not that is another thing if they are fortunate they will take it but we have to give devotees should always make endeavors for this vyasadev also when he saw that kaliyuga is coming and everybody is uh, going to be less intelligent he compiled mahabharat so that it is in a story form easy to grasp philosophy is too difficult to digest so give some drama dramatic story make people hyped up get them to read and finally they will come to the crux bhagavad gita so in this way he has led everyone so they are always thinking how to make uh, people turn to krishna consciousness not that oh kaliyuga all sinful rascals you no know, leave them let them go to hell no <laughs> leave methods by which they can be delivered even though it is a tough stage they require even more attention so that is the vision of sadhus that's why nana shastra vicharana ek nipuna sad dharma samsthapako what is the next line every morning is lokanam hitakarinao त्रिभुवने मान्यो शरण्याकर लोकानाम हितकारण व्हाई दे हैव स्टडीड द शास्त्रस द सिक्स गोस्वामीज स्क्रूटिनाइजिंगली एंड रोट बुक्स दैट समराइज ऑल द शास्त्रिक पॉइंट्स एंड गिव अस अ टैंजिबल प्रैक्टिकल प्रैग्मेटिक मेथड बाय व्हिच वी कैन फॉलो एंड अटेन कृष्णा कॉन्शियसनेस दैट इज सूटेबल फॉर द टाइम प्लेस एंड सरकमस्टेंस दैट वी आर इन 
Why they did? Loka naam hita karana. Hita means for the benefit of the whole world. So that is uh, <coughs> the mission of devotee. Alright, I'll stop here. Any questions or comments on this topic? No questions? Okay. So we'll stop here. Srimad Bhagavad Gita ki jai. Srila Prabhupada ki jai. Tai lo premanandai.